Hey, it's Kate. This week's episodes are for when the self-reflection that you've been doing is looking in the actual mirror and having thoughts, okay, judgments about what you see looking back at you. It's time for what my teen daughter calls a glow up, which is about enhancing your natural beauty and radiating from within. Yes, please. I hope you enjoy. What if you could become a better person, not by working harder, but by allowing your inherent goodness to take the lead? And not because you're a bad person, but because there's something inside you that's ready for more. How to be a better person gives you one tiny step a day you can take to be the person you want to be. My mission? To help you keep growing. Hey there. Welcome to How to Be a Better Person. I'm Kate Hanley, your host and the author of the book, How to Be a Better Person. This week, I'm talking about how to have a grown-up glow-up. Glow-up is what my kids call a makeover, but it's not this radical transformation that we used to think of as a makeover. It's more about highlighting your natural beauty and glowing from within because you love the way you look. And to continue on my theme from an episode a couple weeks ago on how being in your 50s is like being a teenager again, I want to apply this concept of a glow up to my grown up listeners. Also, I was out with girlfriends the other night, and some of us are very much in the spin cycle of perimenopause, or what I lovingly call the thickening. And some of us are well on the other side. But no matter where we are in our midlife journey, we are all experiencing or have recently experienced lots of physical changes in a small amount of time. You know, I'm talking about things like gray hair or changing hair texture, changing skin, age spots, lighter and thinner brows and lashes. Loss of collagen means thinner lips. I swear to you that I can no longer whistle because I no longer have enough collagen in my lips. Not to mention the fact that your body is changing. The other day, it was my daughter's 15th birthday, and we went out to dinner, and I was like, we have to take some photos. So we took some photos. We got the adorable young waiter to take our photos. And I was thinking that I looked so cute on this night. And when I got home from the birthday dinner, after everybody went to bed, I was sitting on the couch. I was looking at the photos, and I did not recognize myself. I mean, I was just like, who is that person? (laughs) So I just want you to know that I definitely understand that feeling of being like, whose body is this and what is happening? And how do I accept these changes and feel good about myself even when I'm feeling like I don't recognize myself sometimes when I look in the mirror or see a photo of myself? I just want you to know, I had to remind myself of these few things to consider, and so I want to remind you about them too. First of all, pictures are not accurate. There's perspective, lighting, changing moments in time. None of that is actually representative of what you truly look like. I don't know if you've heard about this new Martin Luther King sculpture that they debuted on Martin Luther King Day last week in Boston. I saw these social media posts of looking at the sculpture from different angles, and sometimes it looks very weird (laughs) depending on where you're standing and what the light looks like. And this is true for sculptures, and it's also true for people. It doesn't mean that that sculpture is not beautiful and meaningful and lovable. It just means that at that exact moment in time from that precise space in the world, it looked strange. Also, change is inevitable. It's the only thing we can rely on is that things are going to change. 
neighborhoods change, kids change, interest rates change, climates change, and our appearance changes too. That means that our definition of looking good also has to change. A mantra that I continually have to remind myself of is do your best and accept the rest. When that comes to your personal experience, that means take care of yourself. Because when you know that you're taking care of yourself, it helps you be more accepting of those inevitable changes because you won't notice them and feel like you've let yourself down somehow. Also, when you take care of yourself, you look better, you feel better, and it shows. It doesn't matter what you're wearing. It doesn't matter if you put mascara on or didn't put mascara on. Self-care pays off in just confidence and radiance. So there's a balance between effort and allowing that applies to most things in life. And I'm going to break down how it applies to your appearance right after this quick pause. Welcome back. So let's look at both sides of this mantra. Do your best and accept the rest. So first, let's look at the do your best part. A lot of people I talk to are focusing on how they can cover up their changing appearance. There's been lots of talk about what foundation to use. And I'm going to be talking to my favorite ever esthetician, Elaine White, specifically about foundation on Wednesday's episode. But today, I want to reinforce the message of as within, so without. Meaning, it doesn't matter what you put on your skin so much as it matters how you're taking care of your entire being. Staying hydrated doesn't take much time or money, but it shows up in your skin and on your face. So does getting your blood moving by getting regular exercise. Taking steps to reduce your stress puts a light back in your eye and makes you look less drawn and pinched. Getting a decent amount of sleep, whatever that means for you, can take years off your appearance. Also, taking care of yourself changes your energy. You know this. I'm just reminding you. If you're wondering where you start your glow up, don't head for the foundation aisle first. Take a look at some simple self-care strategies you could put in place or recommit to. And that self-care can absolutely be appearance-related. Make an appointment with your dermatologist. Maybe she can do something about the age spots that are bumming you out, in addition to checking you for skin cancer. My dermatologist, I joke, but I think it might be true. She wears her freeze gun in a holster on her belt. And when she sees something on my face, I feel like she's whipped it out so fast that I don't even have a chance to ask her what she's doing before she's free frozen some other thing off my face. And you know what? I love that about her. You can also ask for a consult with your hairdresser about what cut or color might work better for you or work with a stylist or follow one on Instagram. Two stylists that I love and follow on Instagram are Alicia Lincoln, whom I had as a guest on this podcast a couple of years ago. Her Instagram handle is Alicia underscore NYC, and you spell Alicia E-L-Y-S-H-A, E-L-Y-S-H-A underscore NYC. I will put it in the show notes. I also love the stylist Jill Marinelli, who shares actual product picks as well as targeted advice to help you get dressed in a way that makes you feel fresh and frisky, even when you don't feel that way or aren't feeling so great in your own body at the moment. Hold on. I'm going to look up Jill's Instagram account while I am talking to you because I forgot to do it beforehand, but this is life in the real world, everybody. So Jill Marinelli, I really love her. She will do reels in her slippers, in her hair, in curlers, in her robe. 
She keeps it real. And I also just happen to love her style. And I often will buy things that she recommends. Okay. Guess what her Instagram handle is? Jill Marinelli. That's J-I-L-L-M-A-R-I-N-E-L-L-I. It's just like it sounds, except there's two L's in both names. So then here comes the second piece of the mantra, which is accept the rest. You do look different now than you used to. Of course you do. But you know what? You are still lovable. You are still adorable. So write the fact that I am so adorable on your mirror so that you remember. Put it on a post-it note, write it in some lipstick, (laughs) write it on your hand. Once upon a time, I had a very terrible breakup and I was not feeling very lovable and I got a label maker and I made little labels that said, I am so lovable. And I put them in my wallet. I put it in my journal. I put it on my mirror and it really helped. There are so many things in life that we can't change and acceptance is how we lose the angst about those things. It's how we drop our resistance and dropping your resistance to something helps you make peace and see the good that is trying to come through that you'll miss completely if you're busy being focused on the bad. Do your best and accept the rest is really a mantra for life. You can use it for parenting. You can use it for work. You can use it for housekeeping. And you especially can use it for your precious self. I hope you'll come back on Wednesday when I'm talking to Elaine White about skincare. And on Friday, I am sharing my number one go-to strategy for feeling fabulous, even when it feels like my body is on some kind of a journey without me. How to Be a Better Person's theme song, Left for Deadish, is by Junior85. The episodes are mixed by Sound Advice Strategies. If you liked what you heard in this episode, share it with someone you think would like it too. Your voice matters. Also, How to Be a Better Person has an official newsletter that sends the past five episodes and a well-chosen meme to your inbox every weekend. Sign up at BeABetterPersonPodcast.com and click on Get Podcast News. I also love to hear from listeners. I mean, I love it. Send me an email by clicking on the Contact Kate button at BeABetterPersonPodcast.com or you can tweet me at Kate W. Hanley don't forget the W, or find me on Instagram at Kate Hanley Author. I look forward to connecting with you. 